Amen. Hallelujah. God is here. Amen. Are you happy today? It's so good to be here in God's presence. He's our father. You are your father's house. Get a comfortable, <laughs> nice time, good thoughts, good word about your father. He's so good. He has taken care of us. Because that we have joy in our life. God always is starting something new in our lives. Every time. Our lives is full of restarts. And today, our word would be small beginnings. Small beginnings. In Zechariah chapter 4, the Lord says to Israel, Do not despise the small beginnings. This is our title today. Small beginnings. Could you repeat with me? Small beginnings. Again. Amen. Do you know anyone who lost everything? Someone who lost everything, someone who was destroyed, who fought a hard battle. And after the hard time, they were finally to able to overcome. They now are restored. Did you lose something in your life important one day? Who here? Raise up your hand. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody. I know someone, <laughs> I am one of them, <laughs> you are one of them. Our life, we have many losses. We have to fight, fight, and fight to conquer something. But after this hard time, we are able to overcome. We are restored by God. And I love those kind of people. I love them. Because they are like true soldiers. Of God. In this life, we suffer a lot. We all have bad chapters in our lives. Sometimes we are surprised by something terrible like this virus, the illness that tried to get us. We find ourselves with no more job, the money is gone, the fear knocks at the door of our heart, we get scared. And after that period, how can you rebuild your life after bad days? How can you rise up again after a loss, a mourning, after bad news? How can you start again after losing everything? Our life has a beginning and an ending. However, between the beginning and the end, we have many small beginnings. We will start many things while living here on earth. Small beginnings. Small beginnings mean restarting again. Start again. It's a new chance to do what is right, what you have to do. It's a chance, a new opportunity to live in happiness. 
It's a, a new time to experience new things, to live and fulfill your dreams, the plan of God. Have you noticed that every day we have night time and after night time comes the day again? It's a simple thing, yes? But every day the sun rises. Every day. He's there. The sun never failed. He comes shining. He's bringing light to the darkness. And he's showing us that a new day is beginning. And when the day starts, we have a new opportunity to live better than yesterday. You have a chance to restart once again. And the Bible says in Psalms 30 verse 5, you know this verse. For his anger lasts only a moment, but his favor lasts a lifetime. Weeping may stay for the night, but rejoicing comes in the morning. Hallelujah. What kind of night are you living today? <laughs> What kind of problem are you facing? Take hold, take heart, <laughs> be ready. The joy of the Lord is coming and the day will start again in your life. Amen. The Bible says in Zechariah chapter 4, verse 10. This is the main verse today of my message. The Lord says, do not despise the small beginnings. For the Lord rejoice to see the work begin. To see the plumb line in Zerubbabel's hand. This is the word of God. And the backdrop here was the Jews were captured and taken to Babylon. The city of Jerusalem was totally destroyed. And the city was still destroyed after a group of Jews returned from Babylon. Captivity. The city walls were broken and their doors burdened. With fire. The temple of worship to God was in ruins. And those who returned had some difficulties in the construction of the second temple and ended up abandoning the house of God. And instead, they took care of their own businesses and interests. The Jewish people, they, they were got captivity. They went to Babylon. All Jerusalem, all Israel was destroyed. They come back, a group, a few of Jewish people. They come back and they found the Jerusalem, the walls, the doors, everything destroyed. And also the temple of the Lord. They were scared. They were afraid. They had no money, no resource, nothing to do. And God looked at the situation and says, rebuild the temple. <laughs> Do not despise the small beginnings. But the Jewish, some of them, they didn't listen to the voice of the Lord. And they tried to discourage another people. And brothers, discouragement is contagious. It has a devastating effect. A group of discouraged people sees only difficulties. It's all that they can see. Difficulties, problems, 
sadness. They make a case for failure. They offer many reasons for not getting involved in the work of God. They spend all their energy in their own cause and turn their backs to the house of God. The city of Jerusalem was destroyed and also the temple of God was completely in ruins that age. But there was a man called Zerubbabel and he was a leader of Israel during that age. And before the captivity, if you read the Bible, the temple was beautiful. It was built by Solomon. You know the story. With many resources, a time of peace, a time of full of money. God prepared everything to Solomon to build that thing. Also, Solomon's father prepared everything to create, to build a temple to God. The temple of Solomon was built when they had a lot of money. But now God was requesting them to build the temple with no money, no resource, during a time of crisis. But the people got distracted. They were distracted. And dear, distraction can stop you. A quickly distraction and you die. Yesterday we were, we were here with the youth and I preached to them. Take care with distraction. Don't be distracted because if you are driving, one second, two seconds, you got distracted. It's enough. It's enough to die. Our life here, we can compare as, as Hebrews chapter 12 says, we are in a race and we have it to run and we have it to deliver, to take out from our life everything that's holding back us, that's trying to stop us. We have to keep it going, go forward, straight ahead. We have a, line, a finished line there and Jesus He's there waiting for us. But in that time of Zechariah, distraction should be no money because they had no money to build. They had no motivation to work to God. They had trauma in their hearts. And I ask you, what is distracting in you? What kind of things stop you? In this race that we are running. Please don't be distracted. God so he sends an encouraging word to Zerubbabel. To rebuild the temple. And God said to the people. Do not despise small beginnings. And today God is telling you. Do not despise small beginnings. Even if you have nothing. Start the change in your life. Amen? Nothing starts big in this life. Nothing. Everything starts with a small beginning. Do you want to see? If you have to walk 10 kilometers, what do you have to do? Give the first step. <laughs> you have 10 kilometers. Give one step for one meter. And you start. And you can go. And nothing can stop you. All you have to give is a simple step. 
every big tree, however big they are, are born from a small seed. Big rivers are born from small fountains of waters. A child starts off as a fetus in the mother's womb. Big companies start in garages. Do you know that? Big churches started as meeting in houses. Even the Christianity started with Jesus and 12. <laughs> and look what we are today. Praise be his holy name. Hallelujah. So what do you need to restart in your life? What small beginnings do you have to live? Restarting is value, is giving value to small beginnings. Restart is to take it step by step and be happy for every small change you live. You have to be happy for every step you are giving. Every part of this process that you are living, give it thanks to the Lord. Small beginnings, do not despite. Today we are talking about small beginnings. How to start again in this life. And restarting, my brother, is a need. Everyone needs it. We failed. We make mistakes. Sometimes we lose our focus. We live bad days. But thank God for small beginnings. We can start again. But in order to restart, we have to live a time of preparation. To restart something, you, you cannot start again and do the same thing that you did in the past. The result is the same. You have to change. You have to leave the process. You have to be ready to, to receive this process in your life. And we have examples in the Bible of people who lived simple lives, doing small things day by day, when suddenly God called them to deliver big things. They didn't forget about the small beginnings that they had. And we have some good examples, examples today. First one. David, from the shepherd to a giant killer. You know the story. In 1 Samuel 17, 34 to 37. I'll read. <coughs> but David said to Saul, your servant has been keeping his father's sheep. When a lion or a bear came and carried off a sheep from the flock, I went after it, struck it, and rescued the sheep from its mouth. When it turned on me, I seized it by its hair, struck it, and killed it. Your servant has killed both the lion and the bear. This uncircumcised Philistine will be like one of them because he has defied the arms of the living God. The Lord who rescued me from the paw of the lion and the paw of the bear will rescue me from the hand of this Philistine. Saul said to David, go and the Lord be with you. Hallelujah. <laughs> David was a simple shepherd. He was there take care of his father's sheep. Nobody knows. Nobody knew about him. <laughs> Even his father. Because Samuel, and he was there to put anointing, to anoint one king. And he asked, 
They are all your sons? Oh, yes. Oh, no, I forgot. I have one more. <laughs> David, the small one. He was there. <laughs> Nobody knew about him. Even just said his father. David was a good shepherd. And I'm sure he knew about his calling to be a strong leader of Israel. And God, through many situations, taught him how to be a good leader. While he was keeping his father's sheep, a lion and a bear once came and carried off sheep from the flock. David went after them, struck the animals, and rescued the sheep from their mouth. The Bible says, after David seized it by its hair, struck it and killed, he killed both the lion and the bear. Now, when David came to face his great challenge in his life, he did not forget his small beginnings. This chapter that I read for you, he was before Goliath, the giant. And so I said, but you? <laughs> I need a strong guy here to kill this giant. And he could remember and he could tell to so, no, you don't know about my life. I am a shepherd and I took care of my father's sheep. And when a lion and a bear came, God was preparing me for that time. When I faced a lion, God delivered me from his paw. When I faced a bear, God was there protecting me. And now I'm ready to face this giant, this uncircumcised Philistine. And I will kill him because God prepared me. Everything. Hallelujah. God was preparing him to kill a giant in the future, in that situation, and rescue Israel from the giant's hand. He said, the Lord who rescued me from the power of the lion and the power of the bear will rescue me from the hand of his Philistine. David didn't despise his small beginnings. He never forgot. He never forgot his small beginnings beginnings. God used the situation to prepare David to be a strong leader and to kill a giant. So my brother, if you are living a life in which you don't see the point behind it, get red. Don't despise small beginnings. God is preparing you today through this current situation so you can kill a giant tomorrow. Do you understand? God is preparing you today through this current situation so you can kill a giant tomorrow. He will take you out from the flock and he will use you to kill a big giant in your life. If you are looking at the giant today, remember what God did for you yesterday because he is still the same as the Bible says. We sang it. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Amen. He's preparing you to kill a giant today. So be thankful for the story that you are living. All situations in our life prepare us for what we will face tomorrow. As it was with David, 
God will prepare you in the middle of the flock to kill a giant tomorrow. Amen? Small begins. The second example. Joseph, from slave to governor of Egypt. Jo Joseph had a spiritual dream. He tells the dreams to all his brothers. And out of jealousy, they sell him as a slave. While Joseph was a slave, he didn't stop believing that everything what happened is for our good. He never stopped to believe that. He kept his good work. He was recognized as a good worker. He went to the prison. He suffered injustice. But all this while he was thinking. He remembered about Paul says many years later in Romans chapter 8. Verse 28, and we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. Hallelujah. <laughs> he was there in the middle of the fire, <laughs> in the prison, suffering lies, many lies about him as a slave. But he thought, no, God is with me. And everything that happened is for my good because I love God. And he will help me to conquer, to overcome this situation. He didn't despise small beginnings. When he had a chance to change his life through the revelation of Pharaoh's dream, he went for it and seized the opportunity. Look what happened there in Genesis 41. Verse 41 to 44. Yes. So Pharaoh said to Joseph, I hereby put you in charge of the whole land of Egypt. Then Pharaoh took his side ring from his finger and put it on Joseph's finger. He dressed him in robes of fine line and put a gold chain around his neck. He had him ride in a carriot as his second in command. And people shouted before him, make your way. Thus, he put him in charge of the whole land of Egypt. Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, I am Pharaoh, but without your word, no one will lift hand or foot in all Egypt. This is what God does. <laughs> This is what our God does for us. Joseph, he understood that we... What he had experienced as a slave had been allowed by God so lives could be saved in that age. After becoming governor, he met his family, those same brothers who had sold him as a slave, and he served them because he didn't despise small beginnings. He knew the process that he had to live To be a governor, a governor. So I don't know what part of the process you are living now, but don't try to skip. Don't try to get a short way. <laughs> God, He's moving in your life. He's moving here in Ireland. And He needs you to fulfill His work here through His kingdom. But we have to be prepared. Respect 
the process. Don't try to do things with your own strength. Respect the time of the prison, the time of the desert, the wilderness, the time of the flock, being a shepherd. But God is preparing you to live something better. Amen? So if you are living a situation of slavery, ask God to deliver you and to teach you to be humble, not proud. Ask God for freedom and to show you how to be a good servant until you become a governor, a strong leader. Because the Bible says in Proverbs 16, verse 3, Commit to the Lord whatever you do, and he will establish your plans. The Bible doesn't say here, Commit to the Lord everything you do in the church. And God will stop. No. Commit to the Lord. Everything. Whatever you do. If you eat. If you drink. If you wear something. If you receive money. Your health. Your strength. Your married. Your children. Your husband and wife. Everything. Your job. Commit. Give to God. And he will establish your plans. Respect the process. Respect the process. Deliver everything into his hands. Know that the situation that you are facing today can make you a stronger person tomorrow. Amen? What kind of problem are you facing? Look to the problem that you are facing now and try To see something that you can learn. Because everything that happened in our life, we have to learn something. Nothing is just, ah, it's happened with everybody. No. God is using things. God is still using people. Problems, yes. Crisis. Virus. <laughs> to work in us. To give us the transformation that we need to fulfill His work. If you look to at the story behind the book of Zechariah that we read before, you see that the people of Israel, they suffered a lot in Babylon. And when they came back to Israel, everything was destroyed. The seat, the walls, the door, and the temple. God looked at that situation and called them to change it. He asked them to rebuild the temple with any money, with no resources. They had to believe in God's power, only in God. And also to not despise small beginnings. So God then rose Zerubbabel up to lead the restoration of the second temple. It was a hard time. The people were tired, exhausted, with no perspective of the future. But this is a good scenario for God to work in. Did you get the point here? <laughs> It's easily you see God moving in crisis. With everything is good, we just relax and enjoy the life. But when we have battles, <laughs> when we are fighting, when we are tired, when we have no money to do many things, All that we can see, it's a ruins of the temple. 
uh, Zechariah chapter 4. <laughs> All that we can see is just a big giant in our lives. As David, as Saul, as the all the Israel soldiers, all that we can see, I'm a slave. But God can change our mind today. Amen? He's perfect in all his ways. When the doctor comes and says, no, you don't have more chance. You will die. It's the perfect scenario for God to say, yes, you will live. <laughs> I want to see you live. When the relationship between a couple is broken, everybody says they have no chance of living together. It's better to put an end of it. And God comes and says, the time has come and I will restore you completely. And miracles happen. Hallelujah. When the giant comes and challenges you, your family, your faith, you get scared. You get nervous, but God comes and reminds you it's a time of preparation. The time that you were a shepherd, when you faced the lion, when you faced the bear, and you killed them, then God says, you didn't despise the small beginnings in the past, my son. So now go and kill the giant. We have many giants in our life that we have to fight. The giant of unbelief, the giant of unfaithfulness, the giant of no patience, the giant of fear. But God is preparing you through the small things to take that giant down. Amen? So after God led Israel through Zerubbabel, they obeyed God's words and they finished the building of the temple. Because when God, he wants to do something, he will do. <laughs> Nobody can stop him. Nobody. We start many things, but we stop because we are unfaithful. Yes? <laughs> but God, no. When he sends a word, he will fulfill because he's faithful. Amen? Look what happened. After the word of God, after he rose up Zerubbabel to rebuild the temple. The book of Ezra. Chapter 6, verse 15 and 16. The temple was completed on the third day of the month Adar, in the sixth year of the reign of King Darius. Then the people of Israel, the priests, the Levites, and the rest of the exiles celebrate the dedication of the house of God <coughs> with joy. Sorry. The temple was completed. But everything God starts, he finished. Hallelujah. God is good in all times. He told, do it. And they did it. What God is telling to you. What, is, what he is requesting to you to do. If he told, start something, start. If you are in the middle of the preparation, respect this time. Because At the end, you can be like the people of Israel. They celebrated the dedication of the house of God with joy. Everything that God started, the finish is joy, is happiness. It's really good to serve 
our God and respect his word. Hallelujah. So they had the perfect scenario to live a miracle like that. They had no money, no resource, everything destroyed. But in this situation, God moves. Amen? And pay attention here. An idea becomes a project. And a project can be the seed of a great reality that can change your life. A big project can start with only one idea, one thought that you got. And this, is, this can change your life completely. This can bless God's kingdom. This can bless all your family. Just because you receive an idea and you don't stop. You didn't stop. You keep going because God will be with you. We cannot ignore or despise the day of small beginnings. You can remember from where you came from. Could you remember now from where God took you out and brought you here to Ireland? Your life in the past, what you did, what they did with you, your job, your house, everything that you faced, and now where you are. You are in the century of God's will. Hallelujah. <laughs> he wanted you here. But it's a process. We have to respect everything that we face here. No, but that I was better. <laughs> that I had a beautiful life, a nice life, nice friends. My family was there. It's a time to be a shepherd alone in the wilderness. It's a time to face a lion in silence. It's a time to face the bear. And nobody will know about that. Only you and God. But in the right time, God will raise up to you. Say, you didn't despise the small begins. <laughs> so go, my son, <laughs> and live because you are prepared now. You're ready to live that. So don't be sorry for the little things now. God can turn them into great things tomorrow. Don't cry about the small place where you are today. God can open your horizons tomorrow. And remember where you came from. Remember your beginning. The simple step you gave. Where you used to live in the past. What God did for you so you could overcome everything it took for you to be here today. So look with expectation for tomorrow. Because he is a God. Of small beginnings. Amen? Don't forget it. Don't despise small beginnings. God is preparing us. And he is there like, come on my son. Come on my daughter. Go. I'm with you. We have this race, my brothers. And we have to fulfill this running. Don't stop. Don't stop. But... It's so simple that we, what I'm doing now. No, don't despise small beginnings. God is preparing you 
for something new and something bigger in his kingdom. Amen? Hallelujah. Could you stand up and pray? If you can close your eyes, start to think about your life, about what you are facing now. Your dreams, your plans, what area of your life you are facing struggle, problems. And deliver it into God's hands right now. Give to them. I know it's hard, sore, a lot. It's hurt us sometimes, many times. Oh, all the times. It's hurt us. It's so hard to live here when everything in our lives, we <coughs> just fight, 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 and we don't move. Maybe we, we look and we are in the same place of the race, but God is working. He never stops. He's working your life for your good. Hallelujah. Father, you know about my brothers and sisters' heart here. You know about their family, their struggles, uh, how night, what, what night they are facing, they are living now, what bad days, what thing you asked, you request for them to do, and they stop it. You know, maybe someone tried to give up, someone tried to stop, and no, I, this is not the life that I want. But Father, you are the God of hope. You're the God of good. You can do something new in our lives. Remember us about your love today. You told us, don't despise the small beginnings. I'm working for your good. I'm working for you. If you are facing this fire, I am the middle of the fire with you. You are not alone. If you are facing this storm, God is with you there. He's the God of the storms. He can stop your fight, your battle right now. But also he can go with you through the battle to teach you something good for your life. Lord, in Jesus, then help us to learn more from you because you are humble. You are not proud. Help us, Lord, to live your dreams. Help us, Lord, to be courage and not discourage people. Help us, Lord, to don't be distracted in this world. It's so easy, Lord, so easy to, to be in distraction. Many things, Father, we face, we see, many people around us, many kind of situations that try to stop us here, Lord, in this world. But we want to overcome. We want to overcome now because we understood that. You are preparing us for something bigger, Lord. Help us as David. Prepare us to face giants and kill them in Jesus' mighty name. Help us, Lord, to don't despise these small beginnings as the disciples they didn't, Lord. Because they received from you the teachings. And you told to them, go, make disciples. And teach them, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Jesus, the, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And they did. And 2,000 years later, we are here, Lord. We want the same faith. 
The same faith, the same spirit that worked in their hearts. Work in us, Lord. Because we don't want to despise these small beginnings that we are living now. In Jesus' name. Everything that we have to restart. Bring in our mind right now. Bring in the mind of my brothers and sisters what they can restart. They need to restart in their lives, Father. And please renew. Renew our strength today. Because you are the God of hope. You are the God of small beginnings. In Jesus' name, Father. Help us to don't forget what you did for us on the cross. We were condemned. We, we were going to hell. But you saved us by Jesus Christ. By his precious blood on the cross. And now, Father, we don't need to be afraid. Because you are with us. You paid the price for us. We want to live, Lord, in a good life to worship you and to glorify your holy name. And also to do not despise the small things that you are doing in our lives. In Jesus' name, Father, we pray and we love you, Father. We adore your holy name. In Jesus' name. Amen, Lord. Amen. Mr. Marcio, God bless you. Hallelujah. If your eyes closed, let the Holy Spirit to move in your heart. Let the Holy Spirit, the Word of God, can open your life right now. Because the Holy Spirit wants to guide you, to show you that He's guiding your life. He has planned for you. Maybe you look, if you look back, you're going to see, why Lord, why? But the Lord is saying to you, I am with you. Even when you went through the fire, through hard circumstances in life, And He is the God of the second chance. And He's going to give you another chance. Why are you here? Why are you in this country? He's preparing you in every battles. Yes. I can see God looking to many people that are here today. And he say, he's saying to you, yes, you listen my voice. You are here because you listen to me. And what I'm going to prepare for you is something greater. Today, this is just the beginning. And this small beginning sometimes doesn't look too much. When you look to this church, you can see just, just something very small. But we have a dream received from God. And God's going to turn this small beginning, something that's going to bless this country. Bless Europe and bless the nations. And the only thing you need to do is say... You can count on me, Lord. 
This is what you should do right now. Please, my brother and sister, wherever you are right now, please say, God, you can count on me. If you can, raise up your hands or put your hands in your heart and say, Lord, count on me. My brothers, we, God has something bigger for us. We have no resource, no money. But we have our God. And He's going to bless us. He's going to go with us. Don't be afraid. Because He's going to use you. Don't look to yourself. He chose only 12 disciples. They were fishermen. And they turned the world upside down. And God's going to use you. But you need to say, here I am, Father, use me. Father, I bless all my brothers and sisters. I declare, we are not going to despise the small beginnings. I know it's hard, difficult. Sometimes we are crying, we are mourning. It's difficult sometimes. I know. But Father, we believe in you. You are the God who is with us. And we are so thankful. Because you are guiding us in this wilderness. Thank you, Father. Bless all my brothers and sisters. Those who are here in this church. Those who are watching us. Whatever they are. I bless every one of them. That we can walk in this path. Net never go to the left or to the right but going direct to this race Father until eternity I bless all my brothers and sisters I declare Father you are going to guide them in everything that you have prepared for them in Jesus name I bless all my brothers and sisters may the grace of the, of the Lord Jesus Christ the love of God, the Creator, and the fellowship with the Holy Spirit, our Comforter, our Helper, be with you all today and forever. Amen and amen. God bless you all. In Jesus' name, God bless you. Let's applaud our God and give Him all the glory. Amen. Don't despise the small beginning in your life. Amen. God bless you all. In Jesus' name.